Hey guys, it's Ben from Jews and Reviews. And as always, I'm Paul, and we're a part of the Atlantic Transmission Network. A great way to support our show and our sister shows is to visit theatlantictransmission.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the homepage. It's all the same stuff at all the same prices, but we get a small piece just for sending you there. Shalom. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of Assassin's Read. Of course, I am your host, Sean Eckert. Uh, of course, Assassin's Read is the premier Assassin's Book Club podcast. Uh, each week, as you know, we pick a book, read a book, rate a book, uh, and get a, get a, get us all together here in the room. Um, today, I have uh, my two guests. Ladies and gentlemen, these are two of my favorite assassins. I am so glad to be joined by them. Uh, we have Mr. Gavrilo Princip. Uh, you may know him as the assassin of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which, of course, launched World War I. Gavrilo, welcome. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> and then uh, our other special guest this week, we have, of course, Mr. John Wilkes Booth. Uh, you may know him as a famous stage actor from the 1860s. Welcome, John. Hello there, young man. Uh, so on today's episode, uh, as we... Uh, as we mentioned last week, we would be reviewing uh, Penguin Random House's latest release, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, of course, a topic all three of us are very familiar with, as uh, we all committed, you know, three uh, three very prominent assassinations. Of course, me, uh, Mr. Sean White at the 2018 Winter Olympics, um, and you both with Mr. Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States. Yeah, unsuccessfully getting away with murder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that always makes me laugh. Anyway, I, yeah. I say it every time. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll start with a few thoughts. You know, they really talk about in this book about what to do after the murder. You know, they say the first 24 hours are the most important, the most critical to making sure that you truly uh, will go unarrested and unfound. Um, one of the things that I disagree with is uh, their, their description of the type of clothing you should wear during the murder. Uh, they're very much into uh, gloves that don't necessarily leave fingerprints or markings mm. on uh, the weapon or instrument used to commit the murder. Whereas I feel that deliberately leaving fingerprints uh, throws off uh, the detectives. You know, who would do that, they will say. I actually wore a full uh, bodysuit after uh, I assassinated Lincoln oh. and uh, it didn't work out. So... Um, uh, maybe I would try gloves. Yeah. I, I believe in wearing gloves that don't fit my hand. It's so, a real OJ, you say? Yes, it's foolproof. It's like the Cinderella story or uh, the OJ story, as we should <laughs> say. <laughs> he's, uh, he's actually uh, my hero. Really? Even though he has never been... Oh, because oh. he has... Gotten oh, away yeah, with murder, my John, young man. Of course, of uh, course. How could sometimes, I be so naive? When I read this book, I thought John Grisham he never committed murder. Oh, where are you from? Europe, generally. <laughs> <laughs> it was all pretty vague in your time, anyway. I've, I need to clone. I need to fit in anywhere. You need to clone? I need to clone in with the... With the people in the streets. Oh, that's I how see. I get away with murder. 
Do you oh, think see, it's like a, like a Boba Fett cloning where you could just make multiple copies of yourselves and then if one of them murders, they can't really prove which one was the am murderer? I, am I the real Gavrilo? Wait, excuse me? <laughs> what? Am I the real Gavrilo? Uh, you said that, you were. That's my oh, name. Is your name. Is your name Frank Grillo? Frank Grillo, Grillo famed uh, character actor, The Purge. Oh. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. It's so tough. With he got this. away with murder in those movies. I'm a big Purge fan. I'm a patron of the arts, as you know. Mm-hmm. I think that the Purge really spoke, speaks to assassins. You know, it, it's it's one of those movies that presents what we do in a way where maybe we could be free. Uh, for at least for one night. Did you know the next Purge movie takes place on Staten Island? Oh, oh. Staten Island. <laughs> I'd love to kill there. You know, I've never been to Staten Island, but if there was one place, I think I could get away with murder most efficiently. An isolated island in the middle of New York Bay. Mm. Is that is that a bay? It's a it's a harbor. Yeah, it's the ocean. Uh, I mean, it's an island. Is it a, oh, oh. a hidden island? Ah. Oh, sorry, I'm from um, Boston. That sounds right. <laughs> Colonial America. Anyway, moving on to chapter two of the book, which uh, specifically discussed uh, the best weapons to use during a murder. Um, I am, of course, a fan of the nightstick, uh, as we call it. Mr. Booth, I know you prefer the Colt. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. a Colt. 45 with a Colt 45. Uh, just the double-headed uh-huh. Colt. Um, Mr. Uh, Princip, do you have a, a favorite? I use a black hand. A black hand? A black hand. What, a, what is a black hand? You've never heard of the black hand? Do you mean oh. the secret organization ruling Eastern Europe at the beginning of the 20th century? The one that started World War One. Yes. Oh, wow. That, that is something I wish that I could get my white hand on. How do we get our white hands on that black hand? Ugh, you could join me if you give me your blood. Oh, oh, like a little, though. Oh, okay. Not enough to hurt. All do right. you need a transfusion? Yes. Oh, what, what's uh, going on? I'm dying. I've been living since before World War One. Well, I think Mr. Booth is quite a bit older, and he seems in fair health. <laughs> and he yeah, would know I, that transfusions are the only I, way. I, uh, I juice. <laughs> J-E-W-C-E. What? Did you just call us Jews? No, I juice. <laughs> Jews? It's, uh, uh, juice. 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 I've never met a Jew. Up from the 1800s. Oh, I believe that's our first caller. Caller, hello. Welcome to Assassin's Read. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hello. How are you doing? Good. What is your name? This is the, uh, the uh, ghost of John F. Kennedy. Big, big fan. First oh, time. God. First President, time, long time. Ghost President Kennedy? That's right. President of the ghost, John F. Kennedy here. Well, welcome. Big fan welcome. of the podcast. Welcome. We are, we, you know, you are one of the greatest uh, men to ever be assassinated. And, oh, thank you so much. Actually, uh, my brother Bobby was a much better man than me, but uh, I appreciate that. 
What can we do for you today, Mr. Kennedy? What brings you onto the show? So this is very exciting for me to be calling in like this. Uh, you know, uh, first time, long time, as I said before. I just wanted to know if I could uh, suggest a book for your for your next episode. Yes, of course. We uh, we are actually just hit the last book on our list. So uh, famously, my favorite book is uh, from Russia with Love, that James Bond book. But uh, you know, we've been getting books up here in heaven. It's kind of like the library; they get up here a little late. So uh, I just got through with uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban. And uh, I really think that that's a great one because that's really when things start to get real scary in the book. You know, the, the kids are getting older. And I think really think J.K. Rowling, uh, she started to, you know, uh, really, really write because the, the books are meant to age with the kids. And so it's a little bit more serious subject matter. And uh, I would be uh, excited to hear your take on that as uh, assassins. I'll, uh, so if you if you take it or not, I'd love that. And I'll, I'll take my answer off the air. Do you, uh, sorry, Mr. Mr. Ghost Kennedy, oh, before here. you sign off. Do you sure. think there's anything in Prisoner of Azkaban that is, uh, that is specifically relevant to us? as assassins while we can agree it is a, a great work of literary fiction uh you know the whole concept of of time travel and the way it's presented is is you know very very effective but you know we're really curious is there anything specific to assassins that you think uh, would be relevant for our audience sure well i think in uh, most countries most cultures assassination is looked at as a, a bad thing so against the law and uh as you know that uh we have a character named Sirius black and he was uh, uh wrongly uh put into Azkaban prison, and so uh, I, I think just the idea of uh, a prison and sort of being uh, wrongly accused of something and put in there is uh, so, something that is a lot of food for thought that you guys could be uh, talking about. All right. Uh, Ghost I think that was a pretty good answer to that question. No, I, I think that is, and you're right. I think, uh, you know, not to, to get off topic from um, how to get away with murder, but as we all know, Sirius Black was wrongly accused of the murder of Peter Pettigrew and, and assisting Lord Voldemort. Uh, in the assassination of Lillian James Potter. And so uh, I really feel that, you know, it, it's, it's an interesting topic of when, uh, when assassinations are blamed on the wrong people. Uh, yeah, what do you think about Harry Potter, Grillo? I was a prisoner in Azkaban once. <laughs> you, you were? They took you to Azkaban? Uh, falsely accused. How did you survive the Dementors? Uh, I shut him out with my emotions. And, oh, is that how you do that? And read lots of Michael Crichton. Wow. <laughs> like Jurassic Park? Or... Yes. And that helped block out the Dementors. Yes. Wow, well. Uh, Sphere. And Congo. Wow. Sphere. Now, that is really a strong book. I don't know if you boys have seen the movie, but... Of course uh, I've seen the movie. That was one of the first I movies... Dustin Hoffman. That was one of the first movies I saw as a child that made me have nightmares. You still have them? About Sphere? Who else was in that? Every once in a while. Dustin Hoffman? There was the Sphere. Lawrence Fishburne? Rene Russo? <laughs> no. Oh. The Sphere itself was a character. Some would say the Sphere itself was a character. <laughs> What's that new movie? What was it? Was it like uh, Abyss? Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on, gents. We have another caller. Yes, we'll take our next caller here on Assassin's Read. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. Who is this? Do? Yes. This is uh, John Lennon. Oh, wow, Mr. John Lennon, you are the right. second most impressive person to ever be assassinated. Well, thank you, sir. The second most? Yes. Well, I suppose it's pretty good. Yes, yes. Well, what can, we, uh, what can we do for you here in Assassin's Read today? Oh, well, first of all, I'd like to say that uh, I'm very excited to be dead, especially these days. I, I, uh, I just saw this movie, I, Tonya, and let's just say I really like the movie, but sort of for all the bad reasons. <laughs> Uh, what bad reasons specifically? You know, overheating. 
I was a big beta, but nobody likes to talk about that because I'm, uh, you know, I wrote Imagine. Did you know that? Yeah, well, I think for you, Mr. Lennon, we could block out all the all the hitting, all the domestic abuse. I think it's... Totally right. Right. I think your, your art form was so great that it's okay to turn a blind eye to it. I, I mean, I hope you're not speaking facetiously because that seems to be what everyone is doing, especially in an environment like right now. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to recommend... Uh, you know, I don't really hate all women. I just like beating them. So I would like to recommend uh, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. That's great. Is there anything uh, specific in the book that you think is relevant to us as assassins? Blood. Okay. Blood, because it's a woman going through her time. She's becoming of age. There's blood there. You guys are assassins. There's blood there. I think that's a one-to-one relationship. You know, I never thought of it that way. But in a way, a woman's menstrual cycle is a lot like an assassination. I always thought that. It's the, it's the reason, it's the uh, reason I wrote uh, yesterday. Because uh, uh, you knew someone who had a, had their menstrual cycle yesterday. That's right, all my troubles <laughs> seem so far away. I wrote that right, that was me. Uh, maybe. Drums. Drums, right. Well, uh, I've got to go, um, but consider the book. Yeah, we will, uh, I think after Prisoner of Azkaban, that is uh, the next book we'll be reviewing. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Again, sure thank, thank you, uh, thank you, uh, ghost of Mr. John Lennon. That was uh, that was very insightful. Um, well, did you guys have any other uh, thoughts on the book specifically? Anything else that really uh, stuck out to you? No, the, the forward, <laughs> the, the forward. The I, I love the jacket. Beautiful. I thought it was it was nice that Jack Ruby was invited to write the foreword for it. As an assassin of assassins, I think that he really speaks for uh, speaks for all of us in in the art of assassinry. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much again, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on Assassins Read. Uh, we will be back next week with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Until then, keep on killing. History's greatest artistic works. Citizen Kane, Hamlet, the Flare Steamboat Trilogy. We'll only be discussing one of these on our new podcast, The Best There Ever Was, where we discuss the art of professional wrestling and the emotional connection that brings us back to it. On season one, we're talking about the greatest matches ever by members of the WWE Hall of Fame. But definitely not Coco Beware. I'm Facts. And I'm Chris. And join us, the Curtain Jerks, as we discuss wrestling's greatest matches on The Best There Ever Was on the Atlantic Transmission Network. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production. Hey!